Hello you, long time no see. Sam here, just to let you all know that today's episode is again brought to you by our friends at The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements and of course, skincare needs. Find your favourite brands like Elder MD, New Face, Olaplex and more, all in one place with gifts with every single purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners here at Face Radio 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. That's skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skin Store, so you can have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this brand new episode of Face for Radio. Woo! My name, Hello. just for today, is Samuel Brown. Why was it a question? Yeah. Huh? Why was it Samuel Brown? It was like you weren't fully sure of your own surname, though, Sam. And that's normally Scott's job. I think, I think I was stuck like midway between trying to rush and think for a, a pun and just saying what I usually say because it's a classic. I mean. I'm always, I'm always in that sweet spot right there. You get, and you gave up midway through that decision, did you? Well, you know what? I'm not here for this, for this uh, questioning behaviour. You know what? You, you just carry on with your introduction. You go. Yeah, thank you. I, I really would like to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I am joined today by a young boy. He might be Scotty, but he's definitely naughty ready for this episode. It's Scotty! Oh, you're absolutely right. I've got naff all prepared, as per usual. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just here because it gives me something to do. And hello, everybody. Brilliant. So at, le- at, least, at least I knew what that, were- that meant this time round. Yes, I tried to keep it simple this week. I'm proud of you. And not use the word <laughs> procrastination. We are also joined by someone who genuinely is a nature photographer. He doesn't take photos of plants particularly, but he makes sure... All his photos are synthesised. It's Reuben Austin. They're not just synthesised, my friend. They are photosynthesised. Bad joke. I now, I now see that that's actually where Sam was going yeah. with yeah. his introduction. Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> it's okay. No, Reuben, we can we can do that link-up player. Two votes outweigh the one of dad jokes. So if we just do combined dad jokes, then we'll always win. Yeah, let's do it. Let's team up. Whereas I am screwed. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Aye. And, dear listeners, no, your ears are not deceiving you. There does seem to be an extra voice today. Uh, the only way I could really introduce her is that uh, she's been far too busy for the podcast while she's been, you know, writing the Daft Punk eulogy. <laughs> Wait, are they uh, dead? And that could only mean we are joined by... Lady! I haven't been busy. You just haven't asked me on here. Yet. <laughs> oh, savage! Well, I'm five Ooh, minutes in. You've already called us out. <laughs> Good Happy lord, this would be funny. <laughs> Ruben, I really wanted you to appreciate my attempt at making a Hamilton reference there by by saying "lady" like ladies with the lady. Oh, I didn't get that. That was what you were doing. I'm so sorry. Nice. I'm reliable with the lady. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, thank God for um. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Lainey. Hi. Hi. How you doing? You know, I'm, I'm all right, yeah. I've uh, finished the office. Good, uh, so, lovely. So that's something. That's yeah, good. Just finished it. Been watching it a lot. I'm, assu- but, yeah, I'm assuming you do mean the TV show, not you've just finished making an office. Yeah, no, the TV show. I'm just, I was just trying to make it four episodes in a row. I've heard it. No, he's actually built an office. This is construction worker Sam Brown. Yeah. <laughs> so be Just finished the, the office. The podcast from now on. Well, in his office. Ooh. I, I mean, any room's an office if you call it one. That's true. That is, yeah. You know what? I like the philosophy in that. that was nice. <laughs> that's, that's the next T-shirt. I mean, a fl- an office is wherever you call home. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. The office is where the ordinateur is. Should I introduce myself? I would actually love for you to introduce yourself. You know, usually we just kind of like like a gloss over everything. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, I'm Lainey, uh, Elena Fountain. I'm Ruben's 
mysterious girlfriend. Wait, Ruben, you have a girlfriend. There we go. Here and I am. In the I wonder how many flesh. times that's going to come out in this episode. <laughs> oh, you've got. You have no idea, my friend. <laughs> I'm hoping it's just that one, but I, I've met you, Scott. I know. I know. <laughs> Ruben, can you give us a verse of Peter Andre, mysterious girl, now? Um, honestly, I don't even know how the verses go. I only know. That's a chorus. Mysterious girl. I want to get close to you. Come on and move your body. (laughs) I hate how Sam was the only one not to join in there. Disappointing. He was too busy giggling. It was literally his idea. Just found the sound bite for the advert for this episode, and it is a cracker. (laughs) Uh, Okay, cool. Hi, everyone. Hi. That was fantastic. Let's get on with it, shall we? Because no one's here to to listen to us. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Cheers for that. (laughs) Great. (laughs) No one's here to listen to us. I'm I'm, I'm glad the episode's faltered this early. Why are we here? The bar's very low and we can only go up. I've hit breakdown. It's been five minutes. I've I've hit breakdown. There we go. We're there. We've arrived. (laughs) So today, as just like in the past... We wanted to talk about something that Lainey is passionate about. Uh, Her mastermind topic, if you will. So, I mean, there's no better time than now. Lainey, do you want to, like, tell us a little bit about your topic and why you feel you are the most knowledgeable on it? Right, okay. Um, Well, my, uh, my mastermind topic of choice is Harry Potter... And uh, everything that goes alongside Harry Potter. So you've got the books, the films, the uh, non-canon theatre, you know, you know, you know the ones. And uh, parody musicals, definitely parody musicals. Of course. Anything you want to know about that. But um, definitely Harry Potter. Anything you want to know. When I was at university, I went to a different university joined their Harry Potter society, became part of the committee and was in charge of sorting people into their houses and I didn't even go to that university. That's how much I love Harry Potter. So, yeah. Christ on a cracker. I didn't even read them. I didn't read them as a kid. I read them when I was like 14 and then just went straight headfirst into extreme fanatic. So, here I am. That is dedication. Later. This episode is not for me. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, as backstory, Sam and Scott have limited knowledge on Harry Potter. Well, let me open your eyes. I've seen all the films quite a lot, and I've read like four books. So, like, I'm not like total novice, but I uh, no. I've I've seen every film apart from one, and I still don't know what the <laughs> bloody hell is going on. Yeah. Scott, tell them which Wait, one. Which film is that? <laughs> tell them which one haven't you? Have you not seen? I have seen every film apart from <laughs> Deathly Hallows Part One. Part One. <laughs> you haven't seen part. So right. he's, he's seen Part Two. It, it's, it's the thing. It was a, it was Christmas one year. It probably it was the year after that film get Part Two came out, and I think one of my grandparents picked up the DVD because they thought that I'd had the first part on DVD. So they said, oh, we don't think you've got this one. And they gave me that. And inside I was thinking, yeah, I've not got the other one either. <laughs> and I've never I've never visited the, the first one. So I've got all the DVDs somewhere. I just don't have part one. Talk about Ungrateful Scott. Brilliant. Wait, so you've actually, you own all of them. Because I thought you'd just seen all of them except for part one. So no, I, 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 I own them. I've just, yeah, I've <laughs> just not seen part one. But now it's, spo- now it's spoilers in it, so... I, I can't. If anyone is listening to this at like the time that it's posted, which is like all of you, um, they Scott's just watched the B movie, which we recommended him to him yes. about a year ago. So I'm not going to yes. say Scott. It was last night. Um, Scott, if you if you would like to watch all of the Harry Potters, I will find my copy of Deathly Hallows Part One and like mail it to you. Definitely. Yeah. Are they not online now? I swear, like they're really. They're still. Not. So I think you have behind. to buy them on Prime. That's ridiculous. I've got the film somewhere. I'll get it to you, Scott. Don't worry. Oh, there we go then. Have a streaming party. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I mean, it will. It will take him multiple years to get through. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. It'll films. take him a full. He'll watch like one a year, except for the last two in the same year, and it'll be like yeah. in real time. <laughs> cool. So, uh, we've got a few topics to talk about. 
before we we breach into the first episode of this, um, who is feeling particularly confident? Me, Ruben. <laughs> I would say Ruben, but I don't want to peak too early. That's all right, Ruben. Would you like to give us uh, a little taste of what we are about to hear with your bad joke or dad joke? Bad joke or dad joke? Why is Madai Moody a bad teacher? Because he can't control his pupils. Because he can't control his pupils. Get in, my son! (laughs) Oh, dear. What do we think? Bad joke or dad joke? Can I just point out, Ruben, the only reason I know that joke is because that was mine, you... Ooh, oh, are you Scott. kidding me? Oh no! Come on! <laughs> oh right, mine's got Google one now. I'm trying to. I'm drastically, oh. I'm drastically making that effort. See if you can hear his keyboard in the background. Yeah, literally. I can't believe that. Can you hear this? Can you hear it? No. Get in! Oh Scott, <laughs> I've got a new, I've got a new computer. I'm loving it. Oh, he's oh, got a new computer, a new mic. He's a new man. He's a new, he's a new podcaster. The new Scott. Face radio has changed me. <laughs> Twilight, new Scott. What's your question, Ruben? Sorry, I, I completely told him that then. Is that... I honestly can't remember. He just said Google a new. Oh yeah, just Google a new, Google, Google a new, a new joke. joke. Oh, I've got, I, I, I've, I've got that sorted. It's all good. I'm so, I'm so happy. Ruben, dad joke. Oh, thank God. Woo. I will say dad joke. Oh yes, lady, what do you reckon? Yeah. I will say. Dad joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. clean sweep. The trifecta. It was like the first think, time that's happened. Yeah, pretty. I think <laughs> I it must have I been. I think it was very on the fence, Ruben. It was like teetering either way, I'd say. Well, <laughs> I've start, I've started tailoring my bad joke or dad jokes to ones that Scott will get. Right, yeah. To be fair, it's a good point. And I did that so well that I actually stole his joke. So Yeah, Aye. you've just got to put yourself in the mindset of Scott sometimes. Yeah, and it's honestly a haunting experience, but it was worth it. Yeah. I would not, I would not wish that on any person. <laughs> <laughs> I felt myself almost float away. It was clean just sweeping make sure you've Harry got... Potter joke. Well, it wasn't meant to be, but there <laughs> you go. <laughs> For anyone who knows. It's, it's not re- you guys, obviously. A really obscure <laughs> reference. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You just have to make sure you've you've uh, you've got your seatbelt on because you're in for a crazy ride. Because it's it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. Clean sweep. And put a bumpy ride. Your seatbelts and clinch your buttocks. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) Again, a reference to the Harry Potter. Not just. Are we just going to have those things happen for like the next three hours? Is that what's going on? Yeah, pretty much. It'll just be us. Hell yeah. Really obscure references. Sometimes not from the actual books and films. Right. So here's what I think then. Because we've already had one incident of it, and we know that, that Ruben and Lainey both have this extensive knowledge of Harry Potter beyond mine and Scott's realm of imagination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The playground of our imaginations. Ooh. Scott. Don't oh Lainey, don't ooh that. Don't <laughs> ooh that. Please. Don't what? Don't humour him. Oh. I think we should maybe have like Scott go first with, with these categories and then I'll follow because I have like slightly more knowledge. And then yeah, you guys can like... Hang on, what do you mean you've got slightly more knowledge? We're in the same well, boat. Well, I've seen part one of Deathly Hallows. And I've seen part two, <laughs> so I know what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott knows how it ends. I mean, He's going to spoil it for everyone Because right everyone now. knows the most important part isn't the journey, it's the ending. Spoiler alert, Dumbledore dies. Spoiler alert, it was Quirrell. All along. <laughs> as, long as, as long as it starts well and it ends well, who cares what happens in the middle? There we go. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Harry's a wizard. What? He's a wizard? Oh, okay. I'm a what? Let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Scott, yeah, what's please. our first category? We, we could do that for, for a good ten minutes. What, what's our first category? Um, I, I believe it is where we talk about what our favourite film is, or book is, out of the, the wide collection of Harry Potter. That would be a good start. Well, excluding... Excluding uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One, Scott, which is your favourite? I mean, that that could be his favourite if he thoroughly didn't enjoy the others. It, it could be my favourite. Yeah, I suppose it's Schrodinger's favourite Harry Potter film. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I can't. I haven't got a favourite book because I've not read any of them. Classic. Because my reading ability doesn't go past the Hungry Caterpillar. Bless. So, or any of the Mister Men books. But right, Scott, you always say this. Do you actually know what happens in the Hungry Caterpillar book? Um, because that is like a go-to phrase of yours now. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a couple of good pictures I like. 
I think I, I only own two books. I've, I've only coloured one of them in. <laughs> oh, God. I knew he was going to say that at some point in this episode. <laughs> I feel like a seer. And I've got a couple of, like, I've got, like, my uni books, but they don't count. But they're my, fa- no. my favourite film out of Harry Potter is The Goblet of Fire. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, good choice. Nice. Why, why is that your favourite, Scott? What did you like about it? Well, it's got Doctor Who in it. <laughs> and, and, who doesn't need a bit, and who doesn't need a bit of David Tennant in their life? That's very We true. love a bit of David Tennant. We do. And I think that I, I, re- I enjoyed it because until the last, like... I want to say the last half hour, I was kind of a bit... I wasn't really sure where it was all going. I mean, we could say that about a lot of things in life for you, Scott, though. Yeah, but, like, I, it kept me it kept me guessing is what I quite liked about Scott it. Scott really wasn't exaggerating. The only reason that he liked that film the most was because David Tennant arrived at the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they can remember from it, though, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just David Tennant every now and then being like, with him. <laughs> yeah, David Tennant and that bloke from Twilight whose name escapes me. But yeah, Robert Pattinson. That's the geezer, yeah, the new Batman. But yeah, that's the geezer. He's gonna go ruin Batman for everyone. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him as Batman. That would be good in the new Batman film. Uh, St George's Hall in Liverpool is Gotham Town Hall, which is exciting. Yeah, indeed, mm. that's cool. Because I live near there now. Yeah, within a stone's throw. Well, that'd be quite the throw. I mean, give me a chance. How far is it? A stone's throw. In yards. A stone's throw. A stone's throw in yards. Yeah, you should have said something. a yard, but I cannot throw a stone that far. Um, no, it's like, uh, I don't know, distance. To walk, maybe five minutes? Yeah, it's like five Ruben, minutes. just just use your, your most commonly used measurement of football fields. Oh, yeah, it's maybe a couple of football. Maybe football. Three? Two or three. Two or yeah. three football fields, length or width? Length. length. That's not a stone's throw. No, I know, right? I could throw that. That's at, le- that's at least a can. That's a- you need a cannon for it, if that's the case. <laughs> it's at least Bear Grylls' big slingshot. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. We know how you feel about Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah, from the- from the top of the building, you could maybe like if you threw it really hard and were dead good at it, you could maybe get it into like the the um what they called St John's Gardens, uh, King John's Gardens behind it. It would kill someone though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe a seagull. That wouldn't be so. Oh, no, that, what? Oh. <laughs> that, that would not be a shame. They're horrible. No. They're so loud. They are. But, but yeah, I just really like Goblet of Fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah Goblet of Fire. Yeah, it's very yeah, nice. but like, like, it just it kept me interested. And then the last half an hour, I, I like really, really loved it. And when I finished watching the film, I re I did a re rewind and went back to that scene onwards again, just because I wanted to see it all over again because I enjoyed it that much. They do do a good reveal at the end of that film. Oh yeah, and that. That bit with that bit with um, Madai Moody as well. I I didn't suspect it anything whatsoever. Yeah. To do with him, I thought I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was like Crumb for some reason. Crumb, Crumb, Crumb. My one qualm though, with that is that they never explain what Karkaroff was doing. Obviously, he was sort of making it so that Crumb would be picked out of the cup, but. They never really explain that. In, yeah, so in you, ju- you, ju- you just get that scene of Karkaroff looking really dodgy going into the hall to put something in the Goblet of Fire and then they don't go any further and in the book it's like he's trying to get Crumb in. Yeah. yeah. Because Crumb's his like, little pet project. Mm-hmm. And he's a very talented wizard, I must say. Mm. But Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it kept me interested. And Joe, yeah. that, that court scene, Joe, with the... They go back in time and you see uh, David Tennant for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... As a kid, that that shocked the shit out of me when I saw when I saw David Tennant just pop up at the back, just like that. We got a swear noise for this week. Sorry, Lenny. Sorry, Lenny, swear noise. We need a swear noise. Something that happens when someone swears. That's obviously you know what that is. The the pressure is on now because it happens for three episodes. (laughs) I think the swear noise should be (laughs) like um, there's. Uh, so Lainey and I follow um, we're, we're going to get the swear noise again how yeah. exciting um, a page on Facebook called Harry Potter in the Chamber of and um, a lot of it is about there's a bit in the Goblet of Fire when Barty Crouch Senior is um, handing out the dragons and he goes the Chinese fireball ooh, ooh. <laughs> they just made a meme out of it like and it's just where can they put oohs ooh. it's great there's lots of Brilliant. there's some very strange memes on that page including yeah. wholesome, wholesome Vernon, Vernon. <laughs> 
because we both know exactly. Where it, it's Uncle Vernon being nice to Harry. And it's, it's so really, weird. It's horrible. I was going to suggest the Swernos could be the entirety of the Harry Potter theme, just to get the just to get the filler through. Remember, we're only allowed seven beats before copyright comes in. Oh, that, that is true. <laughs> unless it's unless it's Ruben on his melodica. Yeah, in which well, case we can we can bump up the beat, <laughs> and the we room. all thoroughly hope that Ruben has learnt the theme tune in preparation for this episode. Honestly, yeah. I didn't. Um, and the well, is a we are all thoroughly room, disappointed. Then I know. I'm so sorry, guys. Maybe next episode I'll have it. Aye, that can be the intro for next episode. <laughs> Me playing the Harry Potter theme really badly on the melodica. <laughs> I'd say originally, I would have agreed with Scott in that I think Goblet of Fire is probably the best film. Mm-hmm. Like, but since reading the books, I did really enjoy Prisoner of Azkaban more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. With the extra knowledge that the film doesn't give you, I think it makes the film a lot better. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot. So I think I'd go for that one. I've never really been a huge fan of Azkaban. Really? Oof. Well, like the prison or the book, because like the prison's understandable. Um, <laughs> I I just found it the most dull of all the films, in my opinion. Did you? Yeah, I don't know why. Is that because but... David Tennant wasn't in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll be it. Not even a single doctor in that one. It was like the first one, exciting. The the sequel, like everyone loves a sequel. The third one, it's kind of running a bit dry. And then the fourth one, David Tennant, back up Wait, there. Absolutely. Peaked interest. John John Hurt is in like a bunch of the films and he's a doctor. Yeah, but he wasn't the, he wasn't really an official doctor. He was a guest part. <laughs> was he a doctor when that came out? No, to be fair, no. he became before, the war doctor it? around the time of. I want to say like just after the films had finished, maybe. So, yeah. I will let you off there. Um, yeah, it was like it was like two thousand and and th- I want to say thirteen or fourteen. I can't remember. But if they if they were to cast uh, Maggie Smith as the doctor, then the doctor is in all of them, and I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> out of all the out of all the people in that, you, you, Maggie Smith is your first option as the new Doctor. Yeah, she'd be sick. Yeah, no, she's sick, but she she wouldn't have been my go-to pick. Who who would have been your go-to pick to put a Harry Potter actor in as the Doctor? That's a good question, you know. Jason Isaacs, the guy who plays Lucius. No, yeah, I see that. Yeah, that'd be really good. There we go. Really, I win. <laughs> really. Well, when you mention Maggie Smith, I've got a fun little. Uh tidbit anecdote um i was on a film set the other day and i was having my hair done and the um hairstylist told me that he was using a do-rag to set my curls uh, that had been used for maggie smith's hair and i was extremely excited about that yeah that's big. you yeah. it was a thrilling anecdote she called me afterwards and I was like, that's actually the coolest thing ever. It also had been on Renee Zellweger and who was the other one that I said about? Um, I want to say Helen Mirren, but it might not have been. No, I don't know now. I can't remember. But Someone else not as exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm, assuming wa- I'm assuming they've washed them since. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope so. But well. also, I kind of don't because imagine that. You, have a bit of, <laughs> you could make your own Maggie Smith. To be fair, it literally just wraps around your head. So it's not exactly something that's going to get dirty quick. So... Maybe not. By default, though, I've touched Maggie Smith's hair with my also, own hair. Also, <laughs> in in like in a, in a COVID era, I also feel like they definitely should have washed it between people. I hope so. Mm. Well, I'm not six. Yeah, so. or, or you could have Maggie Smith knits. Ew. Maggie knit. Knits can't actually survive off of human host or animal host for longer than like 24 hours. So. Right, you see, this is what I expected of Reuben this whole time. <laughs> okay? Facts. I want I want these facts thrown at me. These actual All facts. All Reuben does is sit and giggle. I mean, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's facts you if it's facts you want, Sam, it's facts you'll get. I I I swear. It's all right. We'll just change the names. So like Lainey can be the brains now, the new brains, Ooh. and Scott, you can be the giggler. Take it. Scott can be the giggler. <laughs> no, Ruben. Did you just mistake Scott <laughs> My me? God. I'm so sorry, Ruben. I genuinely know how it feels and I'm so sorry. Some I, I, I no words. I guarantee it's happened to be more Speech and probably by you at some point. Honestly, yeah. Me and Sam had a tutor in uni who for, for some reason would always get our names mixed up. 
Maybe it's because they're both one-syllable common names that start with S. Are you calling us common? You call, yeah, you're calling us common. I know we're from the north, but come Believe on. Believe me, Scott, there is wow. no universe in which you are common. Um, but uh, <laughs> as, as, name, as male names go, most of my friends have one-syllable names. It really threw me off when Ruben was trying to tell me about when I'm like, so we've antics. got we've got scat scat skibarabat. Um, My God, got, Ruben, come on! Uh, yeah, there's Scott, Sam, other Sam, Ben, Luke, Tom, Luke, George. George. Like, there's too many of them. You know what I mean? All one syllable, all very interchangeable within my dyslexic brain. Well, so I'd be like that one, and Ruben would be like, no, 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 the other that, one, the other one. I'm like, oh God, I can't keep up. I can only apologise, but not everyone can be a Reuben. That's true. Yeah. Well, or, yeah. my name's Elena, so where did that come from? We've both got weird names. <laughs> no wonder you get on. Yeah, yeah no, right. we understand each other's pain of not being able to find key rings with our names on it. When it was on, a, when it was on Peter Pan, the, uh, the guy playing Captain Hook made a point that I fully agree with, which was um, us being in a relationship sounds like someone wrote a romance novel and just tried too hard with the names. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. point. To be fair, I, I find it really tough to find key rings with Scott on. Really? How? I can find nothing but key rings with Scott on. He just he just doesn't know where to go to buy key rings. <laughs> Scott finds it really hard to find key rings. Uh, every, time, every time I go on holiday, I can never find ones with my name on. Until my, sis, my sister went somewhere with her friends and she came back with a key ring with Scott on saying it's the first one that she's ever found with my name. And that's the only key ring I've ever seen. Of Scott. I found one with Ruben on it in Scarborough. Well, our parents found it um, yeah, in Scarborough with Ruben on it and then oh, didn't buy it for me. And I was like, excuse me. Um, I found one. Oh, oh Google All right, me. Google. Shut up. Oh. Okay, Google. Oh, okay. No, go away. Hey, Google, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was going to say, I found a key ring when I was in Florida. It was a minion one. But it wasn't actually the right spelling because when I was 16, I changed the spelling of my name because people just kept calling me stupid names. So I changed my name and uh, and then I found a key ring, which was uh, just karma, I guess. You, you, you changed Typical. your name? Yeah. From one spelling of Elena to a different spelling oh, yeah. of Elena. Still oh, right. I was, was going to say, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, known you, I've known you as Elena, but turns out you might not be called Elena. There we go. Oh, I am called. I am called Elena, but I go by Laney most of the time now. So right, yeah. I've been putting it on my CV and everything for new jobs, <laughs> so that's fun. I don't like being called Elena. It sounds like I'm getting told off. <laughs> yeah, the full name treatment. <laughs> What's your favourite film then? Out of the obviously the ones that are pre-existing. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your favourite film post- out of the ones that have been written? <laughs> Um, what I would like to know what your favourite film is out of the ones that haven't been made yet. I will actually go ahead and well, say the Dungeons and Dragons film that's coming out next year, starring Hugh <laughs> Well, well like, I swear somebody at the beginning of the episode said that they they follow out the non-canon ones as well. Yeah. Mm, so funny. I thought I was going to just refer to that, but never mind, Sam, forget it. I'll keep my mouth shut from, from now on. <laughs> Please. Wow. My favourite film out of the canon Harry Potter films like the original ones not like Fantastic Beasts or anything although I wouldn't count them as my favourite films anyway but um, my favourite is Chamber of Secrets because okay, yeah. you got Hot Voldemort A and also it's actually quite close to the books Yeah, like that was the last one where they went okay we're going to have to cut out all of this information because most of it's just a bunch of lessons and then you miss all of the character development but yeah. I really like the second one I've watched it so many times and when I'm reading the books like I listen to the audiobooks quite a lot but I always skip the first one and go straight to the second one and then sort of start the cycle of listening second one was the first I saw <laughs> Ooh. oh good <laughs> do you not do anything in order Scott <laughs> not really Scott do you drink tea <laughs> me no ah. <laughs> Or coffee. Milk before. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. Or after. Oh, yeah. What do you do with cereal? I've made my mum tea. Okay, how do you make your mum's tea? Uh, tea bag, then water, then milk. And then if she wants sugar, then sugar, then then I'll take the tea bag out. Oh, okay, I was going to say, just leave the tea bag in. That's chaos. Yeah, that is... <laughs> but you know what? At least all the, all, the, all the components are going in in the right order, just the tea bag's in there a little longer, which if Lisa likes it strong, classic Donna, you know what I mean? Classic flipping heck. <laughs> Classic Donna. Classic Donna behaviour. 
And uh, remember, if she ever has a bad throat, you can just add some honey, honey. Hey, very good. Oh, dear. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. I'm very sorry to interrupt the episode, but this is a very important message from our new sponsors, SkinStore. For over 20 years, the Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, the Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favourite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more, all in one place with gifts with every single purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners here at Face Radio 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's called P-O-D for 20% off at skinstore.com slash pod dot list. That's skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skinstore, so you can have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, Ruben? Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with Sam on this one and say my favourite film is Prisoner of Azkaban. Nice one, oh, brother. Dear. Nice one. Well, see, because um, recently, Lady and I rewatched nearly all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we didn't. We didn't quite reach the end, uh, but we got interrupted. Yeah, by me having to leave. Um, happens every time. Dog having to go to the vets. Yeah, which was a very traumatic. She's time. okay now. She's is fine. What's important. <laughs> Kiwi's fine. Um, Bless her. Kiwi yeah, and um, yeah, Kiwi, Kiwi is the, the dog. dog. Kiwi the Frenchie. Oh, she's small and furry. Excellent. And just compact, <laughs> kind of grunts when she breathes. Yeah. You know, because Frenchies can't breathe by design. Mm. Mm. I, I assume so. Uh, She's a very sweet little dog, though. It's a little angel. But yeah, uh, with Prisoner of Azkaban, um, when we were rewatching them, um, you can see both from like a narrative perspective in terms of like what goes on in the books, and also with the films, it's definitely the one where they decided um, we're going to make this into a proper series because yeah. the first one comes out and it's like it's the Philosopher's Stone. You know, it, it's great. And then the second one is definitely um, that first Harry Potter book slash film went really well. Let's do it again. And then in the third one, they start to introduce like the idea that Harry's parents also went to Hogwarts and had um, the, this group of mates that they were close with. And there's, um, you know, you start to get introduced to like the Marauders and Sirius mm. and it, it flows through better. And even in the films, the tone of the first two is very much sort of like, well, hey, it's a magic school. And then it gets darker from third onwards, which I, I kind of like how it sort of changes into that. And then that's where they sort of went. This is where we're now going to go with the films. We're going to do this direction and make it a little bit grittier and go yeah. like that. And that I quite I quite like that they sort of made that decision. And that's where it kind of comes into its own as a series. Also, interestingly, where um, when they get the new Dumbledore, where Michael Gambon comes in. Yeah. Uh, after poor Richard Harris, God bless his soul. Uh, passed away they brought in the new Dumbledore and it became a different sort of film I was just going to say because they bring they make it more dark as it goes on it um, especially in Azkaban that's when the real threat of Voldemort coming Mm. back Mm. becomes apparent because at the end obviously um, uh, what's his name Wormtail escapes and goes back to Voldemort to bring him back to life so that is really the tipping point for Harry to be like okay well there's actually real danger in the world now and up until that point everything had seemed quite like magical and sort of no consequences yeah yeah in the in the previous ones Harry escapes by being brave rather than being any good at magic He's blooming lucky. And it's when, yeah, it's, it's just pure <laughs> luck. Like, in the first one, it just so happens that when he touches Quirrell, he begins to crumble. Classic. And, like, in the, in, in the second one, um, Dumbledore delivers a hat to him, and then he gets saved by the hat. When, in the, in the third one, it starts to be Fox like... takes the hat to him, but okay. <laughs> as commanded by Dumbledore. Okay, okay. Um, is, is, when you said Wormtail, then, is Wormtail Pettigrew? Yeah, Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I saw Timothy Spall. Yeah, he was in the Tate Modern Museum, and um, I wanted to go and say hi, but I got too scared, and because I was only like thirteen or something, and uh, he walked away, and I was ah, oh, missed my chance there. Thrilling story, I know. <laughs> I didn't re I didn't realise until Order of the Phoenix that the Dumbledore actors were different. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Wait. like because I I heard my dad say that Dumbledore died. And I said, no, he's not. He's in the new film. He's not He's not dead at all. And he went, yeah, the guy in the first film's dead. I went, 
Yeah, but he's still alive. He's in this new film. My dad went, they're not the same person, Scott. I went, oh dear, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I think it's obvious when you look at them, they're not the same. But if you weren't looking for it, I don't think, like, yeah. unless you're a super fan, I don't think you'd remember enough to realise they were different. Yeah, That's I definitely fair. didn't realise the first He does times. a different Dumbledore as well. I saw a meme recently where it compares the two Dumbledores to the two types of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> like the first one's like when he's talking to a child and he's like, oh dear gorgeous, oh no, it's okay. And the second one's when he's like, you donkey! You donkey! 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 Yeah, so it's... um. It's all, it's all about that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of um, Gambon's Dumbledore. Dumbledore. No, I, I think Dumbledore's a lot more. Uh, he, he needs to be softer with Harry, because he's like his his father figure, like the nice, warm figure that doesn't tell him that he's raising him like a pig to the slaughter. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> classic Dumbledore. Ah, classic I know. I can't. I think it has to be somewhere in between. I can't imagine Richard Harris doing the bit in um, in Half Blood Prince. Where Dumbledore's drinking the potion and getting tortured, mm. like I no, can't see be... Richard Harris pulling that off. That probably would have finished him off. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that the comparison of the Goblet of Fire when it says Dumbledore calmly says to Harry, yeah. "Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?" Then in the film, he just goes to, he just loses his bottle. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> then Michael Gambon roars in, he's like, "Help you put the, help you put the, Harry's putting in the Goblet of Fire <laughs> off his rocket." He's ab- he, he, he just comes in. He slams him up against the table. He's like, "Did you put your name in the goblet of fire?" My favorite thing is there's a um, a parody play called Puffs, which we absolutely love. I, I can quote it. But the Dumbledore in that is like he, he like he storms Harry. up to Harry and he goes, "Harry, did you put your name in that little cup over there?" I'm the definition of calm right now. <laughs> uh, so it's great. A great moment. They do lots of fourth wall breaking and I. I love it. I'm here for it. Like at the beginning of at the beginning of the third year, one of the char- one of the main characters comes in and goes, "I'm telling you guys, the headmaster looks different this year." <laughs> I get it. <laughs> little, little nods to it like that. And they change the actor who is playing Dumbledore as well, mm-hmm. just to add it in. I love it. It's great. Definitely recommend Puffs. <laughs> yeah. It's available to watch on Amazon Prime. Prime. <laughs> you have to buy it, but it's it, it's hella worth, worth it. it. Yeah, it's like. Seven ninety nine or something. I tweeted the uh, the original cast at Christmas and they responded and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." What's like? What's like the most successful part of film? Is it like? I'm assuming it might be like the Deathly Hallows. Let's have a look, shall we? Yeah, I'd assume Deathly Hallows Part Two would be the most yeah. successful because that was like most the big box office moment. Successful. What is your uh, you guys' favorite book? Ooh. Is it different to the film or? Yeah. I still I quite like Prisoner of Azkaban still for the fact that it kind of introduces the greater two. world. Yeah, Deathly Hallows Part Two is the highest grossing. Sorry, I talked over you then. One point yeah. three four billion. Whoa, that's a lot of money. Not quite reaching the Kung Fu Panda heights, but it's it's uh it's getting there. Nah, it's, it's catching up with us. <laughs> Nothing compares to Kung Fu Panda though, does it, Sam? Mm. That's true. Could you imagine if the Kung Fu Panda trilogy did release them into books like proper like novels? Should I write the Kung Fu Panda novels? I think Sam probably already has. Not that I've seen the third one or anything, but like, still it's, it's, worth a shot. It's on Netflix, I think. Is it on Netflix now? Last time I checked, only the second one was on Netflix, so I'll watch that. But I'll have another look, see if they're up there. If so, it's plans for tonight, you know what I mean? If I've watched, if I, if I've watched B Movie, mate, you can watch Kung Fu Panda 3. Mm-hmm. I'll, if I can find it, I'm, I'm in there. <laughs> That's our plan sorted. Quite like B movie actually. I'm so I'm glad. <laughs> How are we back to B movie again? I don't know. <laughs> I always come back to B movie. Sam. It always comes back to B movie. You've got to watch the one where it's every time they say B, it gets faster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that is a great. Oh idea, to be dear fair. lord! It's I'll great. send you a link later on. <laughs> um, anyway, what was your favourite book? My favourite book. Um, oh, it's. That's an intense question. Um, I know what my be. favourite book is, so I can just jump you, in there. You go ahead. I love um, the Half Blood Prince okay. because there is so much teenage angst in that book. And when I was reading it, I was right in the thick of my teenage angst yeah. phase, and I just absolutely loved it. I was like, Harry is my favourite character because everyone was hating on Harry. Like all my friends were reading Harry Potter, and like Harry's the worst. I, was <laughs> like, I love Harry. I relate so hard, but. I love it. I think it's fun to see those sort of relationships. Like, it's just cringy the way that they talk about 
like meeting up in corridors and classrooms and stuff i find it so funny <laughs> but also like when you find out more about the past for harry's parents and snape's character i find it's i, I just love it i just think it's a really good book yeah and not much happens and the film is awful because all of it is just character development and you don't really mm. get that in the film because a lot of yeah. it's internal obviously for harry what he's going on in his head but yeah. the book is definitely my favorite but then um, i love all of them just not the first one because it sucks <laughs> only only one compared i mean i will put it out there right now in my personal opinion the writing in the harry potter books isn't good the stories i love the stories i don't think the writing itself is particularly good uh but you know that's potentially just me you know i like how in depth the universe is like obviously the author who we will not name um, I didn't think did a lot any, of work. I don't think anyone wrote the Harry Potter books. I think no, they just they appeared just one day on a bookshelf. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't it Rupert Grint? Didn't Rupert Grint write Rupert the Harry Grint? Potter books? Rupert I'll go Harry for that. Oh, yeah. yeah, nice. He was in the news today. He was saying was about how much, how much the um, the experience of filming over ten years was really suffocating for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless, bless him. And he absolutely regrets the haircut that he had in um, Goblet of Fire. Oh yeah. I oh yeah, when that. everyone's hair was really, really so long. long. He did look a bit ridiculous, but genuinely, when I was getting my prom suit sorted, my my nan genuinely found a, a suit which he thought was quite nice, and it was very similar to Rupert Grint's. Did it have a frilly collar? It was something like that. It was a weird velvety sort of blazer, and I was like, I'm not oh, putting that on. Yeah, I can't put that on. <laughs> That sounds great. I, I was I, I I used to be quite slick as a dresser. I wasn't going to put that on. <laughs> so, did you Did you really, Scott? You I okay. I used to be, yeah. And now I just walk around in tracksuit. I've <laughs> got nowhere to go. Yeah, that's believable. <laughs> yeah, lockdown's humbled me up. <laughs> Lock, lockdown has changed us all. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that's cool. It's good to know. I think you can you can learn a, a lot about a person. By asking them their favourite Harry Potter film. Yeah. yeah. Or what Hogwarts house they're in. Because I thought I used to be Gryffindor through and through. I mean, I still am in my heart. But I know now that I am definitely a Hufflepuff. And that's okay. We all love a Hufflepuff. That's true. Everyone needs a Hufflepuff buddy. And if you are a Hufflepuff and you are feeling a bit self-conscious about that, go and watch Puffs because it just It's the ultimate field of Hufflepuff show. everything Hufflepuff. Lainey, no, no, knowing us three as you do, what houses would you say that we would be in? Because um, I, th- I think we know the answers to it, but I want to see what you think. Well, I think if we we should let Lainey think about that one, have some proper mm. think time about it, because it's a big one. Yeah. Indeed. I'll come back to it next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, am I coming back next week? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note of favorite films and and books and whatnot scott i think this might be the first time we've had anyone else here while you give us the episode scotty or nutty i'll I'll try and link it some way to harry potter well obviously obviously in this in the second film there's just they take a potion which makes them change their appearance and uh, this this uh, Scotty or Naughty sort of links to that, because this week's Scotty or Naughty is that recently I had to convince somebody that I wasn't Sam Brown. Is that Scotty or Naughty? What? Okay, so what I am going to say to this is when I was in first year, there was someone in the year above me who thought that me and George were the same person and had never seen us in the same room, so had no issue with that until... He saw us both and was like, wait, you guys are different people. And we were like, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's it's moderately believable. It's, it could happen. See, I think that that's a naughty because uh, you're in lockdown, A. So who's looking at you and mistaking you for Sam? And B, if anyone is like interacting with you online, it, it usually has your name there. So how difficult is it to mistake you can you, for can Sam? You... <laughs> Not not as my single question, but yeah, can I get some context of time? Is it something to do with the podcast, like mistaken voices? Um, no. Basically, I went to I went back to Ormskirk a few weeks ago, 
just to do a bit, just to walk around really because I've not been back in a while. And I, I live about a 10 minute drive away, so it was fine by me to go. And I went into a shop and there was a lady that I'm assuming she might have worked at our uni. And she said, um, oh, you, you're back on your feet then, are you? And I said, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I said, you're back on your, you're back on your feet. I went, I mean, I mean, I've always been on my feet. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? So um, Scott's well known for always being on his feet and unable to stand still. Yeah, yeah. He just can't stand still. And she was like, after after your after your accident. And I said, oh, no, I, I didn't, I didn't have an accident. <laughs> and she she kept pushing this idea, and I thought, well, she must realize, she must think that I'm Sam. And she said, um, you've lost your accident, haven't you? I said, what, what do you mean? What do you mean I've lost the accent? Because I'm thinking, do, do I sound like I'm from Durham? No. <laughs> so. Well, that's why you've lost the accent, in fairness, Scott. That maybe, yeah. But like every time I tried to push this idea that I wasn't the person she thought I was being, you could just tell that she was getting ever so slightly peed off that for some reason Sam Brown was denying that he was Sam Brown. When in fact it wasn't Sam Brown in the first place. Scott, what sort of reputation are you giving me? What do you mean? I'm going to pull up a picture just to just to remind myself of what you two look like. I mean, in my brain, I I'm pretty sure of the way you both look, but uh, I just just thought I'd get up a, a visual aid. And um, this lady, she obviously does not have a face uh, a memory for faces. <laughs> no, it's like I think. Because <laughs> because Scott and Sam were the only two lads in their year in the musical theatre course, I feel like that might be where so it's they're interchangeable. Up. So they're therefore interchangeable as the feel... musical theatre boys. What woman was it? It may have been a thing where she has seen us both together, and she has heard one of us being called Sam, and she has assumed that that Sam was me. Yeah, but... that's the only way I can possibly think about it. But then again, she was under the impression that I was in a wheelchair. For a, a yeah, while, and so she must have seen Sam in the wheelchair, yeah. and therefore have seen what Sam looks like, and then seen what you look like. Scott, what woman was it? Where was it? I I don't know her name. It was in um, the what's the shop next to McDonald's? The is the uh, the um, Argos? Aldi. Aldi. It was in that one. There's an I Aldi and Argos near Mackey's. Yeah, I was in the, and I think she may have worked. Um, do you know in the hub at one of the Starbucks or something like that? Yeah. I think she might have worked there, but I don't. I wouldn't know her face if I saw it again. But that was it. She was just. Conv- I was having like a, a about six minute conversation with this woman, trying to convince her that I wasn't Sam, and she was having none of it. So I had to just. Well, I just. Had, I just had to wait up. Went okay. Enjoy your day, and I just have to leave because <laughs> I wasn't going to win this debate. You are now Sam Brown. Yeah. Sam, have you got a question on this? Or I just asked my question, didn't I? Oh yeah, didn't you? Sorry. <laughs> so, so, do you? What do you all think? Was that a Scotty, which is true, or a Naughty, which is a lie? Reuben, this isn't to say that it's not possible, but I just don't think it did happen. So I'm going to say Naughty. Rightio. Okay. Amy. Oh gosh. Um. I mean. I was convinced in the middle there for a second, but I'm still going to go with no. Okay. Naughty. Sam, do you think that somebody mistook me for you? I think, um, based on my time, like, just after coming out of my wheelchair, there was a lot of people at uni that very obviously recognised me for being in a wheelchair. So then... When I wasn't in a wheelchair, they had no idea who I was. Like, on several occasions, I would go and say, like, oh, hi, how are you doing? And they'd have no idea who I was because I was stood up. So I think for anyone to even acknowledge the fact that me and you were on the same course or doing the same thing in the same places, they would have to know me personally, not just from, oh, it's that guy who's had an accident. So I think they'd probably know my face better, so I'll also say naughty. Right, okay. Well, all three of you are totally incorrect because that is true. What? <laughs> what? That's yeah. ridiculous. That, oh, that, is, that is absolutely true. <laughs> I want to know who this was that thinks you're me. I don't. I don't know a name. And I that just knows know, who I've, I am. I've seen around. I've seen around the university, so I'm assuming she's a member of staff. She's not a, sta- a member of staff in the Red Bar, is she? No, not the Red Bar. I, I would have recognised if it was if it was a Red Bar. I would have recognised her. 
But I've no idea. She just had we had this about five six minute conversation with no. her trying to convince me that I was you. No one else in in uni would know who I am. I didn't go anywhere to buy things often enough. I've not got a clue. Then she just said, she just said, um, it's nice to see you on your feet again. And then she said, well, oh, you've lost your accent. And I said, what do you mean? I said, well, you're from Durham, aren't you? I was like, so they've heard me no. speak. Yeah. What? Oh, you, oh, you're from. Oh, she might, she might have said Geordie, Actually, I don't think she said Durham. But that was it. So she, she must have assumed that I was you. And like, we, we don't, we don't look like each other. I don't think. Could it have been someone from the SU? I don't know. I don't know any ladies. How old? She was like late forties, early fifties. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, next time you see her, Scott, ask her a name because I feel really rude. I will do. <laughs> I will. I will ask her whenever I next see her. But yeah, you, none of you got that right. The only people that I would think would ever recognise me outside of uni would be people in the red bar, like Gemma and Leanne. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else that would recognise me. Did you have to go to like the SU much when you were, um, thinking when you were doing um when you when you were like in the wheelchair? Did you have to go to the SU to like talk to them about accommodation? No, the only other place that I went a lot in my wheelchair was Subway. Maybe it's someone. It could be could be someone from there then. I don't know. Anyway, well, expertly lied then, Scott. Fantastic content. Well, Well, I wasn't lying. That was the truth. (laughs) I I nearly got him. I nearely got him. Expertly truth. No, no, what? No wonder I'm an expert, aren't I? No wonder he's an expert on this thing that literally happened. Yeah. Well, on that note of Scott's uh, false deceit... You you mean mean truth? (laughs) Well, I was going for the double negative, but yeah. Uh, I think we are going to have to bid everyone else adieu because we've been going a while. We have been going a while, haven't we? Yeah. We can natter on. Um, So... I would just like to say, before we end very quickly, a quick plug for ourselves. In fact, we have our first bit of merch out. Woo! Yeah, man. Yeah, we got ours today. I've got mine today as well. We have some face radio magnets ready for your uh, fridge, radiator, lead pipe, magnetic needs. Wherever you're going, you need one of these with you. Is lead magnetic? It is now. Great. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In celebration of our first bit of merch, we've officially magnetised lead. Yeah! It's <laughs> a revolution. This <laughs> is a, a far too busy goodbye from Lainey. Oh, a, a goodbye. Ah, she must, she must have other things to do. Yeah. We also have a goodbye from the clueless boy in the corner. It's Scotty Too Hotty. Hmm? Oh, um, um, <laughs> um, 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 bye. And bye? a reel full of goodbyes from nature photographer Ruben Austin. I'm sorry, a what full of goodbyes? A reel, like a photo reel. Oh, um, okay, yeah. so here's one, here's, here's one of me with a conifer, and here's one of me with a <laughs> and um, all of us are waving goodbye. Yes. And of course, it is not goodbye from me. It is never goodbye, it's just a see you later. Next time on Face Radio. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. On your bike. <laughs> what? The best ending to an episode. On your ever. bike? <laughs>